Welcome to Worship Call with Bible teacher Buzz Lawback. Buzz is the pastor of Grace Chapel Bible Ministries located in Duncan, South Carolina. This ministry is dedicated to the verse-by-verse teaching of God's Word and discipleship programs aimed at strengthening the faith of God's people. Now here's today's message. Oh, what a wonderful blessing that time is and the asset that assets that God has given us as stewards. He is he our Lord Jesus Christ is the master. He has in his absence we have the opportunity and the window of opportunity to serve him in the window of our time in which we live. There is a, there is coming a time when he's going to return. And it's going and he's bringing his reward with him. This is the fifth day of the week in God's created order. The 29th day of the second month, 2024th year of our Lord. And this is another fine day in the Lord. Father in heaven, thank you for this day. We pray, Heavenly Father, to open our hearts to the study of the Word of God, your Word, this morning. That it may sanctify our hearts and our souls as we continue to serve thee. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. All right, where are we? Let's see. There we are. Bring us back up here. Good morning. Glad you're here. All right, we're continuing our study this morning with Matthew. We're going to start out with Matthew 25, 19. And 25, 19. Coming up on the board here. Now, after a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came up and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you've entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Also, the one who had received two talents came up and said, Master, you've entrusted two talents with me. See, I have gained Two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many. Enter into the joy of your master. We said yesterday, or I made a comment yesterday, that why... Something buzzing. Uh... (laughs) Made the comment yesterday that a uh, that we don't know we don't know what the the motivation of the these slaves were whether it was whether they did what they did because of fear of the master fear what he's going to do when he gets back or whether it because they were going to be blessed when they get back. And either way, there's an there's an accountability. There's a, and as young believers, think think about it this way: as as young believers, when we start off in life as, as baby believers, our motivation for getting with the Word of God and for doing uh, the let's just say quote unquote the right things or our desire to to pursue the spiritual life and to avoid temptation, to 
to not pursue the, the flesh, those things like that. May start off with the fact that we our motivation might be a negative bullet, uh, negative negative motivation, negative motive, negative motivation. Ran it lips this morning. Negative motivation may boil down to I'm afraid of the I'm afraid of God. There's a fear of God. Remember that true love casts out fear. But I'm afraid of God. I'm afraid of of recompense, his uh, the wrath of God. If I don't do the right thing, so I have my spiritual priorities in place and put them in place for fear of God. Or it may be on the other end of the spectrum for blessing. I do for blessing. I I'm looking if I do the right thing, then I will be blessed. For the baby believer, these things are disjointed. Yes, because you're a different attitude. As you be, whatever your motivation is of drawing near to the Lord, the funny thing happens as you're on your way and you're learning. And the Lord's grace, the Lord's grace deals with with your attitude at that point. But whether it's a negative motivation or positive motivation, you intersect at a place. Will you come to have a genuine love for the Lord? We learn this as genuine or enforced and genuine humility. What's the difference between those? Well, enforced humility is back when I do these things because I've got to. For whatever reason, I got to do this. But when you come up to genuine humility, which comes from a genuine love for the Lord, you have you over time you have have your spiritual priorities in place. The top being the Word of God under the filling ministry of God the Holy Spirit. You come to know the Master. And there's a genuine love for the Master. And in, in this parable, I would say that their motivation is a true love for the Master. Not for rewards. For the, because the, the reward isn't Things is it more things so much for the prosperity gospel? The reward is the joy of the master, and we'll see that. Let's come on back to our passage this morning. So now, after a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled the accounts with them. There's a period of time, and this is again we're dealing with. There's different people that we're dealing with in time. The Olivet Discourse is directed not to the church. The Olivet Discourse is directed to those that are going to be in the tribulation. They are looking up. They are looking up for their redemption is near. The coming of the Lord is coming. That's what they're looking for. That's what's in their hearts and their minds. And they're looking at coming into being brought into the kingdom. Understand this. Their, look at, their reward is yet to come. Their reward is, is still pending. While the church is already in heaven, they have already received their rewards at the Bema. And we'll see this coming up. But on different ages where we're talking about the Old Testament, the, the, the ancient of day, uh, the, the Old Testament, or the, the current church age, 
or those living in the tribulation, the principle is still the same. There is a waiting. There is faithfulness in waiting. And there's going to be a payback. Our, our Lord is a just God. And He's going to repay each according to their deeds. To the negative deeds, for the positive deeds. Let's look down in Second Corinthians 9, 6-7. Uh, let's see. Okay, we'll begin there. Now this I say, that who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will reap bountifully. Each one must do as he has purposed in his heart. Not grudgingly, not under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful believer. God is a just master. He expects a return on his investment. And he renders out pay for services rendered. Ephesians 2.10 For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. And and then our work is done within that period of time. We are given time to accomplish our work assignments. We all have work assignments. And then there coming a time when our work is going to be evaluated. And we will receive our recompense. In 2 Corinthians 5.10 This applies to the church age believer. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive a recompense for the deeds in the body according to what he has done whether good or bad. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord we persuade men but we made manifest to God. Let's take a look at this word recompense. It's Kamizo. And Kamizo, bring it up, we'll start with Mouse. Mouse says to take into kindly keeping, to provide for, to convey. On this one, I think I prefer the Luanida. Put you out of the way. Let's go to the Luanida here. And the Luanida says to cause someone to experience something on the base of what that person has already done. To cause, to experience in return, to cause to suffer for, to cause to experience in proportion, to be repaid for. Now when this is the positive side of the house, very important to understand. And it brings a, a joy to what we're doing. It is not... The motiva- let's, let's just go back for the motivation for a moment. It is when we come to a genuine love for the Lord, recognizing our position in Him as slaves. And He is our beloved Master. The motivation that we have is for the Lord's joy. It's in response to what we've all, what has already been accomplished in our lives. It is through the Spirit. It is divine production. It is production from our lives as we are connected as 
branches to the vine and we're feeding off of that vine, our spiritual life is growing and production is coming from that. And again, we have a a window of time in which we function in. And you woke up this morning. Amen to that. You woke up this morning. You have the opportunity to serve God this day. Not tomorrow. You, no, tomorrow yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. We could be out of here today. But every day is a time of productive service to Him. And there is coming, with the expansion of time, that it's coming to an end at some point for some of us. For some of us, it will be the rapture. For others, it will be natural death. But all of us, time for all of us, going to come to an end, come to a conclusion. At that time, there is the recompense. There is the, the payback for services rendered. Coming back to our passage in Matthew 25. Now, after a long time, the master of those slaves... Remember, you've got three slaves here. You've got the one that was given five talents... And remember, even the one who received one talent, that's a considerable amount of money in those days, a, a silver talent. Five talents, another one's got two talents, and then you have the one with the one talent. The one who had received five talents had invested wisely. He came up, he was excited for the return of the master. He was giddy. He had, and he, he was looking forward. It's like a kid with a report card. A kid report for a card for straight A's. He's looking forward to dad getting home. He can't wait to show dad his straight A's that he's gotten from from school. Whereas a kid who's who's got low grades and bad comments from the teacher, he's not so excited about the the uh, his father getting home because there's going to be a recompense. So now after a long time, Master, those slaves came and settled the account with them. The one who had received five talents came up and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you entrusted... Let me see what that word for Master is. Uh, Kairos. Kairos. Okay. His Master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. What did the ma- first of all? He took what was given to him, either small or large. Take take an inventory for yourself. What has God blessed you with? Some some people without capacity, and God blesses according to our capacity. The capacity of which we can use. God doesn't bless us with too much. Because too much would be, He, in God's wisdom, would know it would destroy, it, destroy us. I recognize with the things that I wanted that God withheld from me in the past. And I rejoice for not receiving the things that would have distracted or would have lured me away from the spiritual life. But He blessed me according to my capacity to handle these things. 
And then, so first of all, take an inventory of what I do have, whether small or large. Maybe certainly it's not as much as some. And for others, it's more than others have. The, that's not important. The important thing is what do you do with what God has blessed you with? With the assets that God... Even including the things that we cannot see. What, has, what do you do with the time that He's given you? The energy that He's given you? The, the health that He's given you? The opportunity to share the Gospel with others as we go about our day? What are you... Are these things important to you? Are these matters important to you? They should be. And remember, it, what we do with them is not for blessing, but it's as what comes out of these things is a response to God and how He has already blessed us. So the one that received the five talents came up and brought four more. Wisely investment. That's what what you do with what, that which what God has given you produces a what do you call it? a dividend? A, a a a and it's not for yours. What you have produced it belongs to God. It was His assets that He has given. Proper use of what God has given us brings a greater reward or, or a harvest for him. If you if you for instance if you go out and you share the gospel with someone and they trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life, they respond to it. Is that person yours? Or does that per- person belong to God? The person belongs to God. You brought in a harvest for him. When you're discipling someone and their their spiritual growth and their their growing in the Lord is that your reward? Is that your pay, or is that the Lord? No, God has given you the wisdom. He's given you the assets to bring this person online, not for yourself, but for God. saying, Master, you have entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more talents. His master said to him, back up, his master said to him, well done, good and faithful slave. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Faithful is uh, pistis, faithful, reliable, believing, this is pro- the thing is the key to this is proper orientation to who and what God is. The proper in- orientation of the master. These slaves knew who the master is. They knew they could expect him to return, and they recognized his sovereignty. See, one about this as slaves to the Lord. Do you know the master? Do you know the one whom we are serving? Do you know do you know about his goodness, his love, his veracity, which is his truthfulness? Do you know the master's justice, his righteous, his power? Do you know of his grace, his mercy? 
Do you know who your God is? Do you know His character? Because the essence of God is one of the most important things you can understand. And knowing the Master produces a produces a appreciation in the wanting a genuine humility to to take every opportunity that there is to serve the master in his absence God of course we're dealing with the man here we know that God isn't absent but within the period of time we do have the opportunity to serve There is, and God is the perfect paymaster. From His justice, He repays for services rendered. Master, you've entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more talents. Master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. The The stewardship is also a test. It's what the test is what are you going to do with what God has blessed you with, whether small or big? What would you do? How would you prove or to prove the worthiness for greater responsibility? Greater responsibility in the kingdom. Greater responsibility for for rulership, because hey, here is joy. The enter into the joy of the master won't put you in charge. There is a promise when you look in Revelation two and three, Revelation chapter two and three. There are rewards for the overcomers. That's dealing with the church. Those who overcome, I will give them authority over nations. And they will rule with them over with a iron rod, with a rod of iron. I will give them a a uniform of glory, garments, white garments. These things are the robes, the crowns. There's rulership function. Paul says uh, that he's expecting a the crown of righteousness, rulership function. For what you have you deemed yourself to be worthy? You're positionally positionally you are royalty. You are a child of God. You are you are royalty position. But as Adam when you know when Adam came in, he didn't do anything. He was created and he was put in charge. But he had to deem himself worthy. For more responsibility, or, or work, not more responsibility, deemed himself worthy for what was given to him. There was a test, and that test was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He failed the test, didn't he? He deemed himself to be unworthy. Thus, and then comes Christ. He is the last Adam, perfectly obedient. Perfect and everything to do the will of God. He he serves as a model. You see, Jesus just didn't come to serve as a to come to save us from our sins, 
but he came to model the how we are to walk, how we are to handle, how we are to grow, how we are to serve. Jesus was in perfect servitude to the Father. We are the body of Christ connected to Him. We are to be in perfect servitude to God the Father as well. And so as the reward, we share in the rewards of Christ. He proved to be worthy of the position. He started, whereas the first Adam started from the top and fell, it is the last Adam who starts at the bottom where Adam left off, but he was born perfect without a fallen nature. He was tested in every way and he proved to be worthy of that position. Now the bride comes along. Now when we are born again, we are born into having all the ranks and privileges. We're not growing into the ranks and privileges. We already have the rank and privileges. But will we prove ourselves worthy for greater responsibility within the coming kingdom to rulership rulership with the Son? Because our reward is with the Son. We receive our rewards, the crowns and the robes, at, not on this earth, but in heaven. As far as the tribulational saints, the Lord is coming to bring His reward to them. Uh, we'll find that. Where we should find that. Yeah, in Isaiah forty, ten through eleven. Behold, the Lord come, the, uh, the Lord God will come with might, with His arm ruling for Him. Behold, His reward is with Him, and His recompense before Him, like a shepherd He tends His flock. Isaiah 62.11 Behold, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the earth. Say to the daughter of Zion, Lo, your salvation comes. Behold, His reward is with Him and His recompense before Him. Matthew 25.23 Okay, and that's the verse that we're on. So to the tribulational saints, that reward is coming with, with Him. But also with him is the bride. And the bride has already received her reward at the judgment seat of Christ at the Bema. The So for us, when we receive our rewards at the Bema, it's on the basis of our proper orientation with who and what God is. Because that's where our works come out of. It's not from our effort. It's not from the energy of the flesh. But it comes from that proper orientation. Let's come on back to our passage. If I find it here. There we go. All the way back up here. And what's the reward? What's the reward that's coming to... Those believers, the joy of the master. I like, I like this. That they've gone through, and these, and these Old Testament saints. Let's come bring it back to the Old Testament saints. They will, they will be going through a lot. Becca brought it up yesterday. All scriptures God breathed 
it's and it's profitable for reproof, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be aptly equipped for every good work. And Beck brought up something. We have there. There's application. All of God, even Leviticus, that Bob brought up yesterday. Even Leviticus has is profitable, profitable through us. But as we go through these these rituals and these these things of the priesthood, it's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to see, but nonetheless, it very much is. The the genealogies are profitable to us. And all of Scripture. But imagine, you're going through the worst, these, these saints yet to come, and the, the tribulational saints, believers in the Lord, and they're looking for the Lord to come, and they're suffering through, through the greatest uh, persecution that the world has ever seen. Hell on earth. You can imagine how important the Bible Scripture is going to be and the applications that they're going to have to make in that day. And they're going to have to stay in that line and stay faithful even unto death. So these words are going to mean a lot to them. These these promises of the reward to hang tight. Your reward is coming. And they're coming with the Lord. It was the one who was was given five talents. He used the window of time to receive back for the master five more. And his reward is joy, is to enter into the joy of the master. In these dark times, as the psalm psalm says in Psalm thirty, that. That weeping endures for the night. But the shout of joy comes in the morning. Those that hold on. Those that persevere. And this truly is the perseverance of the saints. When we think of the perseverance of the saints, think of those that are going through this darkest of times. That they're failing to yield to to any of the distractions and the threats of violence and everything else, but they keep on track as faithful servants refusing to go to, refusing to go to the left or to the right, but staying on course. And they entered into the joy of the master. Here's the principle they receive a they prove themselves worthy for greater responsibility, with greater responsibility there is also a greater service to the Lord. So what do we do with uh, with what has God has done with it? Do we prove ourselves worthy of the blessing for a greater do we prove ourselves worthy of greater blessing that we might serve the master even to a greater potential? Well, that's our that's going to be our personal reflection as we close it out today. Father in heaven, thank you for another day. We pray that these lessons will fortify our hearts and our souls. Help us, Heavenly Father, to understand. We pray for the Spirit's understanding on this that we have in the time in which we live, the church age, that we have a responsibility to be stewards, be good stewards of the blessing that is bestowed upon us. I pray, Heavenly Father, that we take spiritual inventory. What is it that we have? We have time to study your word. We have 
we're asked of our time from our neighbors that may be in need. It may be our finances that that is called upon to help the poor or help someone in need and there. Our time to discipleship and and so our time to prepare to disciple others. Let us let us recognize that what we've been given today and invisible assets as well as very visible assets that all of it belongs to you and we are but stewards of what you have given us. Until that day that comes that we might hear, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in a few things. I will make you ruler of many. We thank you for this opportunity. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Alright. Another fine day in the Lord. Keep your armor on. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Lord will, Spirit, God, wrap your penny. We'll be back here in the morning. Joining us. You can hear this message again, as well as previous lessons, and get notes by visiting us online at www.gchapel.org.